Greetings! You've entered into the Pericosmos where anything is possible and everything is probable. I'm Lacey, and I'm gay as hell. <laughs> and I'm Leah, and I am one half of a screaming goat. <laughs> Only one half? Wait, what half? The top or the bottom? Well, one of two. Oh, yeah. okay. One, so you're one half of a pair of a screaming goat. There we go. There we go. There, there we go. go. Okay. okay. Does that make me the other one? Maybe. Actually, no. Killian. Killian. <laughs> no, because Killian is. He Killian for is sure is Killian. a screaming goat. Yeah, Killian's the screaming goat. I, I can't compare, <laughs> to be honest. Let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so for those of you who have seen the movie, obviously we are talking about Thor Love and Thunder today. For those of you who haven't seen the movie, yes, this episode will be full of spoilers. So please caution listening. If you don't care, <laughs> give us a listen. If you've watched it, give us a listen. If you care about spoilers a lot and you get very upset if people talk about spoilers, don't listen. That's simple. Just listen. Just do it. Oh, or Leah's Swoosh. advice, just do it. Even though when I try to look up spoilers, Leah yells at me all the time. You're like, yeah, when you look up spoilers and you're about to go watch the movie in like eight hours. Yeah, I'm like, I, I really do. I do. Yeah, you did. You that. like looked up spoilers right on the way to Batman or something. And I was like, please stop. <laughs> You're going to ruin went, all the fun. And then and then the night before Multiverse of Madness, when I went like the day before <laughs> I went and saw it, you and Shannon were talking about it. And I was like, I want to know what happens. And you guys were like, no, 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 just wait and see. And I was like, no. And I looked it up and I was like, X-Man. X-Man. Popped a wheelie. Popped a wheelie. Okay, well, that's not what we're talking about today. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're not talking about MOM. We are talking about Thor, Love and Thunder, which was... Uh, what rating would you give this movie, Leah? So I gave this a very high rating um, because I enjoyed it a lot. <laughs> I, I gave it yeah. a nine what a nine what did I say a 9.9 yeah you said 9.9 out of 10 yeah I was like feeling it okay yeah, I you give it I gave it a 9 out of 10 okay. I had s- just slight grievances with it which we'll get into it right we'll get into it um <laughs> so talking about rating let's talk about uh Something I've seen online a lot is people debating whether this is a good movie or not. Like, I feel Mm -hmm. like this movie really struck a chord with the whole Marvel community and fan base of like whether this will. I feel like it's either you love it or you hate it, right? I haven't met a lot of in between. Like, it's either you think this was a great movie, which I do, and you do as well, um, or you think that it was horrible and garbage. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I saw somebody give it a two out of five. I've seen people do eight out of 10. Like, so, so far it's, yeah, it's either you loved it or you hated it. And it seems like it's all for the same reasons. Yeah. The same reason that I feel like I loved it is the same reason people hate it. Mm -hmm. Which is I've seen a lot of like discourse too about um, the gayness of this movie. Uh, I guess an interview that Natalie Portman did before the premiere uh, somebody asked her how gay is Love and Thunder because it had been talked about for a, a while over the last couple of months um, that it was going to be the gayest Marvel movie ever that they were just like leaning into everything and it was just going to be fun and, and wild and she said it is super gay and that was all she said about it was it is super gay and uh, in like a good way 
you know? And people were like, well, that was queer baiting. It wasn't that gay. And I was like, what did, what did you think she meant? Yeah. What? What? Like, I feel what? like, I feel like there was a, a lot of stuff in this movie. Like, here's, here's what I think. I think that some people are very used to how Hollywood has kind of pushed like representation of gay people and queer people into movies and shows. And I think that in my opinion, this movie did it in a way that felt very natural. Like Mm -hmm. none of the conversations that brought up like homosexuality felt unnatural. Like, or like when, um, God, of course I'm forgetting her name right as we're recording. When uh, Valkyrie is about to like grab Zeus's thunderbolt and kisses one of his like maiden's hands. Like Mm -hmm. that didn't feel forced. That just felt like, yeah, that's what a badass hero would do. Yeah, it's something that Valkyrie would do. Yeah, like it did. they They cut stuff with her from Ragnarok. So I think that they were like kind of trying to pepper it back into this one now that they're kind of allowed to play more. Yeah. With that. Like, none of it felt forced at yeah. all. So like I I don't really get people's gripe with it, but I also be I also think that because this is one of the not first, but one of the earlier times we've seen it feel natural is mm-hmm. maybe why some people think it was queer baiting. Like it was I don't think it was overtly gay i think it just was like good representation yeah like it's not like i feel like what people thought natalie portman meant is that somehow in this movie like because did you see all the jokes online after the trailer came out of thor being in love with star lord because that opening sequence where the guardians are leaving and they're like hold on to the ones you love and like look in their oh, eyes oh yeah and, and thor like moved, and then like and he's he like, like hello following him yeah you know? and he's like staring him down and stuff everybody has been making jokes on twitter that thor is in love with star lord now and uh that is his his new love his new jane and i think people forgot that it was a joke like oh. Like that that started as just kind of like a funny haha. And then also because of all the weird rumors with uh Chris Pratt, um, which we're not talking about, but they were like, Oh, it'd be really, really funny if you know they wrote it to where Thor and Star Lord fell in love just to fuck with them all and to like kind of fuck with people that didn't like um the gay couple in Eternals, you know. That would be really great because Star-Lord is canonically bisexual. Yeah, and they probably will mess with that in the next Guardians movie because Chris Pratt's been actually, like, fighting back about some of those rumors now. Um, Here in the last month, he's been, like, heavily, like, no, that's not true. I wish people would stop saying that about me. Mm. Uh, So it's the first time in years that he's actually addressing this stuff. But I I think people forgot that it started as a joke. Yeah. And they go into it and Thor's still in love with Jane spoilers um they were like wait a second we were told this was going to be super gay and i'm like well how much more gay did you want like how much how much more you got valkyrie being king valkyrie doing her shit you've got korg making lava babies so yeah i i felt like it was fine they could have sprinkled in more if they wanted to they could have not i don't know at the end of the day it was fine for me Also, my thing is, and I'm not saying that, like, all people who like this style are 
uh, gay or queer or any of that sort. They could they could be straight too. I'm not you know I'm not <laughs> putting them all in one group. But I personally, this is my own personal experience, um, which I know will be limited. But this movie was very like. 80s he-man muscles cartoon like righteous hair metal epic thunder and lightning and like the people that at least i know that grew up on that stuff are not straight (laughs) you know like i and and that's not to say that (laughs) no one that grew up on that stuff is straight that very well i'm sure there are there's a lot that i mean there is there's a lot of people yeah. Right. Like uh, yeah. I'm sure there are a lot of straight fans of like He Man and She Ra. Guns and Roses. Gu- and- yeah. I mean, like, of course. <laughs> Red leather. But I just also feel like that sort of style appeals to the queer community a lot, in my opinion. And so I don't really, that kind of also, in my opinion, brought up the like the gay level because of what <laughs> it was doing. Um, but also, I just like, I personally love this movie because not because it had, you know, the queerness in it. I loved it because when I saw the trailer and I only watched one, I saw the trailer and I said, okay, this looks like it's going to be very like 80s cheesiness. Like it's given me He-Man vibes. It's given me She-Ra. It's given me, you know, Castle Skull. Like this is what it's giving me. Mm-hmm. And when I saw the movie, I left the theater and said it gave me exactly what I wanted. Yeah. Dead on. They did not lie. They didn't lie at all in the marketing for this movie. No, uh, not at in all. The trailer, the posters, the character posters, the interviews, Takaibian fucking himself. You himself, know? yep. Like yep. just this is very much his movie. You can tell he wrote this movie. He directed this movie. He starred in this movie. And it is definitely his project. Yeah, absolutely. So, like even even the part like it's just it like when they're on the the rainbow like bridgeway with the goats and then they get to um what they call it the shadow um shadow realm or something like that shadow something so yeah basically and then all the color faded even on them i was like Mm -hmm. oh that that, was cool that's cool and that's also a throwback because yeah. that's the kind of stuff they used to do in cartoons mm-hmm. to like they because in cartoons, you have to mess with colors and lighting a lot. That's actually what really, really tells a story. I'm not saying movies don't do that, but I just feel like they took it to an extra level with all the colors. Yeah. And all the like lighting and stuff to really bring across the um, theme of what was going on. And so I really appreciated that. So that's why I love this movie. You know, I. Mm-hmm. Like the gay representation or not, I went in, I just wanted the 80s muscle man, he-man stuff (laughs) and I got it. I got exactly what I wanted. So I always go with it. The gay stuff. Cool. That's extra cherry on top. So that's fine. I think people read a little too much into some of the joking and the comments and, and the posters and stuff like, yeah, absolutely. Like it, like, like would it be really, really funny if Thor ended up being in love with star lord and that was like the the thing going forward yeah it'd be fucking hilarious um and it'd it'd be great you know like good for thor but it's also just like thor just loves everybody and he loves everything yeah he's just a big he's a him he's just a big man full of love exactly yes that's that's exactly what thor is so he's a himbo big himbo um i don't know i was really pleased with this movie i figured i would be but i was a lot more 
like happy than I thought I would be given the traumatic experience I had getting to see this movie. So, I know you had a hard time going to see this movie. I had a very difficult time. Um, I also thought, how did you feel about Jane dying? That was definitely so, a point in the movie where they could have easily decided to keep her alive, but they decided yeah. to let her die. So how did you feel about that? So when that scene was happening, I was like, I didn't really feel anything. Cause I was like, they're not going to actually like what they're going to do is at the end of this movie, Gore is going to not do his wish to kill all the gods uh, because Thor is like, you know what? Fine. Fuck it. Kill all the gods. I don't care. I'm going to go spend my last moments with her while she's in her last moments. And uh, I I really thought they were going to do the classic Disney thing of like, well, now suddenly the villain has had a change of heart because of the one good hunky God. (laughs) And then he was going to like wish for Jane to be healed or something. You know, like, that's what I thought Gore was going to do at the end of this, in that moment, mm-hmm. where he was like, well, what's the point in bringing my daughter back if I'm going to die and she's going to have nobody? So I really thought he was going to, like, cure Jane of her cancer, and that's what was going to happen. Um, so when they actually killed her and she turned into the stardust and stuff, I was like, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. We've made a decision. <laughs> I sat up a little straighter and went, oh. And uh, Zach was laughing at me and stuff. And then they showed her in Valhalla you know, at the the very the last credit end. scene. Yeah. yeah, the end credit scene. They showed her in Valhalla with Heimdall. And uh, I, because I had literally, while we were waiting for that scene, leaned over to Zach and he was like, I can't believe they actually killed her at the end of this. Like, I didn't think they were going to do that. And I said, yeah, me either. Like, that's trippy that they like, they killed the mighty Thor. Like, they self-contained her story to one movie and then that was it. Now, We'll see what happens next with Thor, you know, because it said Thor will return at the yep. very end of this movie yeah, uh, in whatever capacity that means. And uh, then they showed her in Valhalla and I was like, oh, shit, maybe they didn't. <laughs> maybe they didn't actually kill her. So because, you know, if they do like a secret invasion or secret wars or something like that, that they'll probably pull her from Valhalla. To right. Yeah. They put her in a spot where they can decide to take her back or not. Mm-hmm. That's based what they on did. public opinion. Yeah. Is like strictly what will happen with this. Yeah. So she disappeared for years and came back because of public opinion. So yeah. Um, so I, I was happy Jane died. Um yeah. I I definitely sat there too and was questioning what was about to happen with the villain. <laughs> um, because I kind of, you know, I also thought like, okay, it is Disney, like, oh, I wish she didn't have cancer. And I'm just like, uh, okay. I wish Thor's love survived. Right, yeah. right, right. But I'm glad that didn't happen because while the villain did have a turning point, which obviously is needed and people just kind of need to accept that that does happen in movies. It's kind of Mm -hmm. part of great storytelling um, is that he didn't have a turning point to the point where he was giving up all of his work for somebody else. He just had a turning point to use what he wanted and like take the good option of what he wanted, mm-hmm. which was really just to let his daughter live a good life. Yeah. So it was all about the the vengeance for his daughter. Right. So basically. instead of getting vengeance for his daughter, you know, Thor kind of says, Well, I'm gonna go spend my last moments with love. You can do what you want. You mm-hmm. know, you can make your choice. And I think that kind of that was good. You know, for yeah. the for the villain to kind of have that put in his face of like, okay, well, you can make a stupid decision for revenge and then you die, or 
Right. You like, yeah, a- you, you do this thing that you've worked for for however long. They weren't really clear about how long he's been the God Butcher. Right. But like you could also see the change in him, too, once the blade was destroyed and he actually got to eternity. Yeah. That he wasn't as corrupted by the blade anymore. Like he was kind of a little bit more inside of his right mind. Yeah. Um, and he could I feel he of- was dying. Yeah, I kind of wish they would have done like almost an open ending with Gore so he could come back at some point because he was a fucking great villain. Oh, yeah, he was uh, awesome. He was top tier villain. Straight up stealing children. I was like, there you go. Oh, my God. I With shadow monsters. Yeah. He had shadow demons. And the way he like, I guess we're just going to move on and talk about the villain for a <laughs> minute. But <laughs> I mean, yeah, the way the way he like moved with the shadows. Yes. When Thor was fighting him. Oh, in yeah. uh, New Asgard, and then uh, being in the cage with the kids. Oh my god! Telling when the he story. was traumatizing them. Yes, when he was telling Dude. the story. Uh, when, when Heimdall's son Axel, Heimdall's son Axel, uh, Axel. Yeah, I don't remember what his his actual name is because it doesn't matter. We were it's we, Axel. We give respect when someone says, "Please call me something else." <laughs> he wants Axel. Axel. He gets Axel. I I think it was like Azel or it was something like that. Something but, with an A. Whatever. Uh, yeah, whatever. It was Axel. Uh, so when Axel's telling the kids about like how Thor's slayed and, and cut off Thanos' head and stuff, and then Gore just like fucking creeps out of the shadow and is like, oh, really? And, like, <laughs> I, I, I sat up and was like, oh, that's actually scary. Like, yeah, they did really good at making him like scary. Creepy. Yeah, creepy. yeah, that was creepy as shit. The way he just like appeared out of the shadows, like he was there the entire time and then cut off this little creature's Snake head yeah head, i was like you know oh, well he was oh. happy about the idea of the head being cut off and it's like you know he's like you guys like this a minute ago yeah and i was like, like oh shit uh, okay. okay yeah i was like this guy, yeah this is like legit and i've never read um gore in any of the comics i haven't I've either really, i wasn't I've knowing only, what to expect from him i've only read thor in comics that he's featured in right um like some of the avengers stuff like that never in his own series so so I don't know what his his comic book counterpart is. I know some people didn't like his look originally when that was released. Uh, there was a lot of uproar about that, that he doesn't look comic accurate enough. But I'm like, it's either too comic accurate or not comic accurate enough. Right. There's never like, so oh, my God. I literally don't care. I don't I don't think. Um, was I happy when they gave Hawkeye a comic accurate suit? Yes. Do I care a hundred percent that he's not wearing a big Hawkeye mask? No. So take it for what it is, folks. Like, just be happy you're getting anything at this point. You know that we're in a, a time in the world where you can go sit in a theater and watch Thor summon the Rainbow Bridge Bifrost with screaming goats to go fight a cursed albino wielding blade thing, like. Just be happy. We got a super scary villain out of Christian Bale. And for some reason, I was just not expecting that. Solid 100% real opinion. I'm looking at a comparison of comic book and movie. And while I understand that. The movie looks better. Yeah, it looks scarier. (laughs) Like comic gore looks like. I mean, obviously, he's like he's an, like an octopus monster. He looks like an yeah. octopus alien monster with his like tentacles and his flat face and stuff. You know, yeah, his like little Voldemort nostrils, nostrils. People yeah. can't see it, but I'm like wiggling where his nose <laughs> wiggling where there's a nose. Yeah. yeah, I think I 
I think the movie one is a lot creepier. I think, I think he looks way better in the movie than he does in the comic books. So. I think it would have been too like makeup-y and prosthetic-y to make him look like that. Yeah, like, I think it would have taken version. away... I do, and I did see this opinion online a couple months ago that people were like, well, we don't think that they're going to prosthetic Christian Bale's face because it will take away from some of his acting ability because he's a very... He embodies characters. He's a very method actor, which yeah. is kind of stupid. Method acting is stupid. Um, yeah. But that's what he does. And generally, he's really good at it. So, like, even if his movie sucks, ultimately, his character that he plays is still always really good. And uh, they were like, well, they're not going to completely cover this man because he is a very, like, he uses his body when he acts. His facial right. muscles, his nose, his eyes, like. They're not going to CGI all that away because then why hire him, you know? And uh, I agree that they made a very good choice with yeah. this. I, I think that was a good choice. I, yeah. I I like the movie version. I think it's fine. It's He served his purpose mm-hmm. as the movie version. So there's always going to be people that complain it wasn't comic yeah. accurate, i.e. I'm one of those people sometimes. So. It, it, it just depends. It, it just, depends on it, what matters to you. That's all it yeah. is. It's it's not about wrong or right. It just depends on what matters to you. You know, when they did Gambit in the freaking X-Men Origins Wolverine, <laughs> I think that's what it was moving. They gave him a stupid hat. I was pretty pissed about that. I, I don't it. even remember the hat. I liked, okay, I liked we don't need to talk. Niche as you better stop. Stupid. You better stop. I you better didn't stop. hate Leah, it. Leah, I want to be friends with you. I want to be friends with you. I didn't hate you. it. I, did, I don't remember the hat, though. Leah? Leah? I don't remember that. That's right. You don't because it was that bad. It was that bad of a hat. They gave him a long time. They gave him a fedora. Did they really? Yes. (laughs) Yes. When we're done recording, I will show you. They gave Gambit a fedora, and that is just wrong. To be fair, no. He has the personality of a fedora. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. What? What did you just say? Leah. I did not talk about the goats. Fine. Well, we will we will be talking about this later, <laughs> and you will be saying sorry to me and writing me a handwritten sorry apology note. You can't make me do anything because I I do not have the man who wears a fedora <laughs> personality on my arm right now. Do not say that. <laughs> Don't you dare get it depends. Here. It depends no? on the year. The okay. year of Gambit. Okay. Okay, like, I'll agree with that statement. I'll agree with that statement. Okay. <laughs> I'll agree with that statement. And that's all I'm going to agree with. And we're going to move on. Ah! Screaming goats. <laughs> they I were great. The screaming goats. They were so awesome. our friend, our friend Shannon went and saw Thor the night before we did. Um, well, I guess the night before I did. And then I saw it the night before you did. So we were like yeah. a wham, bam, done type thing. Yeah. And uh she all she said in our group chat was that we were going to love the goats and i was like that sounds really stupid i don't think that's what i'm gonna love from this movie and then every time those fucking goats showed up i howled i was laughing so hard the goats Um, were good saying all that too like they gave a lot of humor to certain scenes but they also took away a little bit from some scenes that they were in like when they got the goats it was funny when they were like, let's use the goats to ride the rainbow bridge. That was funny. Uh, when they crashed into the n- fucking shadow zone planet and the goats like belched and squealed as they were having this big dramatic moment with Jane and Thor and Valkyrie getting to the planet mm-hmm. to save the kids. And they were like, it's a trap. That kind of like 
they could have just not done that. Yeah. You know, like. Right. So, so that kind of leads into one of my gripes, right. Mm -hmm. That kind of Marvel has. Um, And I think that the reason why it got a nine out of 10 for me is because Marvel had to do its little thing where it kind of put humor in weird places. Mm -hmm. And I just thought to myself, I was like, this movie is already cheesy. This movie is already so like what it's campy, right? That's Mm -hmm. a great word to describe this movie. I would say it's already campy. It's already got little bits of humor in it. Just being what it is. We didn't have to force some of the humor and some of the humor felt forced, which I didn't Mm -hmm. like. That was kind of my gripe. There were small parts of the movie where I went, really like did you need that dialogue wasn't necessary or that moment wasn't necessary let's move on let's move on like and and that's not to say the movie was slow this is actually the first marvel movie in a long time this is one of this is a fast-paced marvel movie yeah very fast-paced there was at no point that i feel comfortable getting up and going to the bathroom and i usually do i usually get to a point in a movie where i'm like okay if i run really quick i got two minutes yeah at no point in this movie that I feel mm-hmm. like I could get up without missing something vital. So yeah. very fast paced movie, probably one of the, and not fast in like a bad sense, but just like very engaging the entire time that I've seen in a while. Mm-hmm. This was um, almost as fast paced as no way home was. And that yeah. movie was like fast. Like if you blinked, you were going to miss something in that movie. Cause everything yeah. was just like in your face real fast. And then Dr. Strange, there were some moments that kind of drug on too long and then some jokes that they try to play that weren't a hundred percent that funny. Right. Some of the dialogue choices. Um, that's kind of what made it a 9.9 for me and not like a solid 10 was two, I think like two or three scenes of humor that I felt like they didn't really need a whole lot. Right. Um, right. And like, Hey, just keep it where it's at. (laughs) Yeah. Like the goats crashing funny, haha, but we also don't really need that. And then some of the stuff with uh, Stormbreaker and Mjolnir um and Thor's like love oh like the jealousy that the axe had you know was kind of like I thought thought we didn't need that much of it right okay that's what I was gonna say I thought the jealousy was drug on yeah Yeah, but exactly it's like when you hear the same joke over and over again it's like okay it was funny like the first three it was it was funny the first time when when Stormbreaker like kind of floats into the scene yeah and you don't really know that he's floating in like that it's floating into the scene and then it's just there uh that was funny when Stormbreaker acts up while they're you like surfing the rainbow bridge to the fucking shadow land or whatever. Um, and he has to go out and like have a beer with Stormbreaker to calm him down. Like that was a little much. Yeah. Like, yeah. I not- agree. That scene was weird. Like they could have just skipped right to the Jane yeah, and Thor just- kissing, making up scene. And which they also kind of didn't need to do that because they it, was already, but- they, it was already established that they loved each other. Yeah. You know, and that that is, the only thing that Thor has legitimately cared about. And then we never did know why they broke up, you know? So it was nice to have like that little Korg explaining everything to us. Yeah. But I love Korg as the narrator. I love him. I love uh, that. That he was great. Everything about him was great. Taika just wants to put himself in everything. And he's like, fuck it. I'm going to be the narrator too. <laughs> he, that was just so great. 
And oh my God. And then I met a rock named Dwayne. And I was yeah. like, <laughs> and we held hands over a lava pit. And I was like, oh, that's cute. Like, that's um, horrible. I feel like like if they had just focused with that humor and some of the other little bits and left out like the the jealousy stormbreaker thing and then like some of the some of the little goat things, um, then it would have been fine. Yeah. You know, and I'm glad that they didn't try to like force the Guardians of the Galaxy in this movie. Uh and that they were very contained. Like they yeah. did that in the first like 15 minutes of the 10 minutes, I think, of the movie, which we kind of knew that they would. Right. Uh, we had a feeling we all did. And they just kind of like left and they didn't try to like force their dialogue. You got to see their personalities shine through just in their body action when they were standing around watching Thor destroy everything. Oh my battle, god, that was so know? great. That was you know, I okay, when that scene happened and he like finishes the battle and saves the planet, at first <laughs> I was like, oh wow, he did it without breaking anything. And then literally 10 seconds later, <laughs> the whole thing just crashes. And I was like, I don't know why I thought. I don't know why, why we I, thought anything was gonna I, Yeah, I don't know why I thought I was so naive to think that the movie would have let the temple survive, but here Never. I am. I did. I did like the little alien king guy. I forget what like alien race they were. But he yep. was like, "Can we just not talk about the temple? Because it's kind of making me sad if we talk about the temple." And he's like, like that we was gotta, very. We talk about it. He's like, "We got because I feel bad. We got to talk about it." It was very yeah. James Gunn. Yeah, that was them. funny. Like, like I think that they had James Gunn on this set because they filmed this and Guardians of the Galaxy kind of at the same time. Oh, um, like they were back to back in the same lot. So that's why everyone was like, well, we don't know how long the Guardians are going to be in this movie because they were filming volume three at the same time. And uh, I think it like started right towards the end of Thor or something like that. But I have a feeling that he probably had a little hand in in some of that. Yeah, I mean, that you wouldn't know. really surprise me. Because that bit felt like a Guardians of the Galaxy bit, not a Thor bit. Yeah. But I mean, I'm, I'm also, I think... I think I'm kind of like a little tired of the Thor being an idiot. The himbo. Joke. Like I'm fine if like he's just a happy go lucky, you know, like golden retriever. You know, like that's what he seems like is he's just a happy puppy. But he's not stupid. He's a classic, you know. D and like your first time and like I he's played, Johnny Bravo. Like they're Johnny Bravo. Yeah. I so I played a barbarian class as my first D D character ever. And mm-hmm. He is a classic personality. Like, he is the stereotypical barbarian character in D&D when you first play and you think all barbarians must be like this because stupid and strong. Like, Mm -hmm. so he he's like almost 6,000 years old. I don't think he's going to be completely ignorant. (laughs) No, I agree with you entirely. But that's kind of what it comes across as. Like, the the classic, Mm -hmm. like the stereotypical barbarian yeah. character. Cause he absolutely, like if I were to class him in D and D, he would be a barbarian. Um, yeah. And there's like some storm barbarian um, class that you can be. So that's exactly what he would be. Um, but I think he's one of my favorite characters. He wasn't for me. So here's the thing. He absolutely, like I like Thor, but mm-hmm. I never saw Thor as like one of my favorite characters until this movie. And I was like, the style of this movie is what, made me like him and i Mm -hmm. really think you can only do this style with thor i don't think that this style would have fit any other avenger at all Mm -hmm. like it would be so out of place so weird so off like but with thor it fit very well 
I really it do makes believe a lot that. of sense. Yeah, it made they sense. Like found a good formula. Like the first Thor movie was okay. I really, really liked it when it came out. I loved it so much. I went and got a Thor tattoo. Uh, I have a Thor and a Loki tattoo on my feet um, because I loved it so much. And uh, obviously, I, ha- I have in fact seen your feet. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. I mean, You're thank welcome. you. I, I know. I know. It usually costs for people to see feet so thank you it's it's free for my friends Uh, (laughs) moving on (laughs) moving on moving on um but I loved it I loved it a lot because I really felt like like Chris Hemsworth and Tom Hiddleston and Anthony Hopkins like got those characters from the mythology standpoint you know not from the comic book standpoint because like I said I don't really I've never really read a Thor comic book right but they pulled a lot of these characteristics from the mythology of Thor. And right. I love the way that they all worked together and their, their chemistry together. And it just kind of progressed that way. And then Thor, the dark world came out and we don't like that movie. So right. nobody really likes that movie. Yeah. And then they kind of like retconned Thor and changed his entire fucking attitude somewhere in all those Avengers movies. And it worked like they found something that worked and Chris Hemsworth like gets it. He was a, pro- yeah. I think he was a producer on this movie too. Like he just gets it for Thor and what they want to do with this character. And I mean, I love he, he's that. been Thor for a long time too. For a really so. long time. Yeah. And he is like desperate to like beat out um, friggin' uh, Hugh Jackman for a number of years portraying the same character. Like he's almost there. So if he does nice. like two more appearances, he'll beat him. So he's like, I want to be in Deadpool three now. And uh, he's like, I'm going to put myself, I'm going to put Thor in Deadpool three. I'm calling Ryan Reynolds. I'm calling Ryan Reynolds, man, let me in. I gotta beat you, Jack. Where else is Thor gonna return at? He'll probably be in the Guardians movie. I don't, okay. Yeah, we might see him again. We got five minutes left. Five minutes. This is what I'll say. It said Thor was gonna return. I fully expect that Mm -hmm. Hercules is about to try to mess up Thor. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But I also, this is what I was told, because once again, I didn't read the comics, but my husband has. Um, So what he said was that Thor and Hercules start out as enemies, but they become like just mm-hmm. bros. And I'm yeah. like, I want to see that so mm-hmm. bad, so bad. I just want to see a muscle man bromance like no other. <laughs> and I want it to be the same style as this movie. It'll be it'll be two men and a baby, basically. Like, cause now yeah. Thor has a daughter. Yeah, yeah. He has Gore's daughter. Yeah. Played by real. Chris Hemsworth, real daughter. For real. And also she has I think you like, told me that. She has um, attorney or whatever attorney like in attorney. her. Yeah. So she's super, super powerful. And she's just uh, like a super being. Like, you know, and ridiculous. now we get to, going forward. We get to see Thor be dad. Yeah. Thor dad is great. Dad. Great, dad. Great dad. Dad bod. Sad bod. I fucking loved that too. The sad bod thing. Uh, <laughs> had a sad bod. And then he had a dad. Yeah. Or like a, he went from dad bod to sad bod, and I was the I was Zach was sitting next to me like full on cackling, and he doesn't laugh like that at movies really, but he was just like feet up in the air, like little hands and stuff, like laughing uh, at how funny that was. It was it was an enjoyable movie. I just I think that if you let yourself go into it and say this is gonna be fun, you're gonna mm-hmm. like it. I think if yeah. you go into it thinking it's going to be like really serious like a lot of this Marvel is not stuff. multiverse madness 
Right. This, this is not is multiverse not madness. Spider-Man. Like this is something yeah. entirely. This different. is not WandaVision where everything ends in tears and you're depressed for weeks. Like this is you go you can go into this one and let go of the Marvel depression for a little mm-hmm. while and just enjoy it and just yeah. have fun. Like, and I think that's kind of a little bit of what Marvel's doing right now is like, hey, we would like you to just have some fun because we've kind yeah. of beat you guys up for they're kind of like leaning back into the comic books side of it all so like, yeah we know we're gonna get inhumans we know we're gonna get x-men and stuff again so i feel like thor will probably intermix somewhere and all of that we'll get at least two more visits of thor well i know that retire. kitty pride actually becomes the leader of the guardians in the comics so yeah. there's an opening there like there there are so many openings for Mm-hmm. many Maybe characters we'll do, in the X-Men. we'll do another episode just on like how some of the stuff could tie together in the future yeah I i'll mean, do my my charlie string thing and like start yeah things again uh that i, I like will to do solely late be night. for x-men yeah and like i'll just try to like pepper the other stuff that could like intermix with them yeah uh we'll we'll spend like a weekend like plotting that out so we don't get on here and just like get lost for a while yeah we but um I what like real quick because we're at a two minute mark now. What was your favorite scene? Oh gosh, um, I think my okay. There were a lot, but I think one of my favorite scenes was it, it's kind of two scenes go together. So Jane's in the hospital, and Thor just like makes her promise, like stay here, we can figure this out together. Please don't come. The hammer's kill- killing you. And mm-hmm. they fight, and she's like, you know, this isn't a life worth living. I want to live one last time. And she stays. And at first, I was like, God, that sucks. Like I that like because I thought that's how it was gonna be. I thought that's what mm-hmm. Disney was gonna do to save her at first. And I was like, man, that's so stupid. Like, and then she shows up. Yeah. She shows up with the hammer. Oh, yeah. And I was, and they did that classic movie thing where she's in the hospital bed and she can just feel Thor getting hit. And I was like, (laughs) I was like, oh my God, all those. I knew they were not going to keep her. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. It literally reminded me of like the 80s music videos. I was like, okay, perfect. And then she shows up and I'm like, yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Kick his ass. (laughs) Let's go. Like all of it, and then she finally got her punch or not. Um, what do they call it? Her tagline or whatever. Her yeah, she got her. her she got her catchphrase. Got her catchphrase. Eat my hammer. Eat my hammer. Okay, what was your favorite favorite scene? My favorite scene that happened directly in that moment where uh, Gore calls her Lady Thor, and she said, "It's Mighty Thor or Doctor Jane Foster." Yeah, and smacks him in the face. That was my favorite scene in the whole movie, and I think I clapped. Uh, really aggressively when that happened. Yeah. So I don't know. I liked uh, the Mighty Thor more than I thought I would as a character. I've read her a little bit here and there in the comics. Um, so I, I really enjoyed that. Yeah. I like that we're getting away from like the lady this and lady that. Like, no. He was like, just it's Mighty Thor. Well, yes. She says it's the Mighty Thor. And that was, uh, or Dr. Jane yeah. Foster, which, oh my God. Just so, oh God. <laughs> I was like, yes, I love women. I love <laughs> The muscly women who tell the bad guys to fuck you know, up. I, yeah. I love uh, that moment. The only moment I didn't really love uh, was that Valkyrie stayed behind. Like, like I really oh, feel yeah. like her character, even though injured, would have gone back with Thor. Like, they would have got her treatment, and then she would have left again yes. with them. And I know that they probably didn't want to write yeah. it that way, because then it would have been, like, too convenient with the, the mighty Thor children that he... Just magically enchanted and love that. Fantastic. 
the power of Thor for a limited time only. I for a limited time only. I I love Chris Hemsworth. The 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 scene with the stuff the stuff or whatever she's like she's just spitting yeah she's spinning in circles and just zapping them i was like that yes exactly that's all i could think was like that is who i want to (laughs) be yeah that's that's all i ever want like right there i want to be able to do that (laughs) um but yeah overall i think we both agree i I was really pleased with this one like if you need something fun go watch thor in the guardians movies are just fun yeah. They're just fun. Yes, they're going to have some weight to them, but they're mm-hmm. just fun. And that's what I'll add. This movie was a lot of fun, and that's why I think it's important that Jane died, because I think it, it needed, needed a something. little bit of weight. Yeah. And sa- it needed a little weight and sacrifice to it, so it didn't feel like it mm-hmm. was for nothing. And this is the shortest movie so that they for. Uh, the current phase of Marvel yeah. is the shortest movie at just under three hours, and it probably could have benefited from another 30 minutes, just to give us a little more gore yeah. with the heavy scenes that we needed, of him like actually yeah. the gods because we only see him kill one god and then we hear rumor that he has killed many gods and then he almost kills Lady right. Sith. So, and then we just see one of the gods yeah. dead so yeah, like we kind of probably got another minute of him like devouring an entire civilization just to give us some more weight to the story so killing Jane at the end of this made the most sense completely so 9.9 out of 10 or maybe like 9.8 I guess yeah, I, I'm sticking yeah. to nine. Like I said, it's my gripes with the the too much humor. Like, could have dialed it back. Mm-hmm. Cheesy enough, but that's it. Everything else, really great. Loved it. Um, it was just good. Also, I'm going to, this is my last little bit. That's all I'm going to say about the movie. The gods are little nasties. <gasps> they are. They're little, little, little nasties. You want to, you want to come. You're trying to tell us mortals not to do nothing nothing nasty and then you're sitting there planning freaking 100 200 people orgies are you the freaking way kidding Zeus me? Kept are you inviting are you shit? you're uninvited to the orgy i really Rhea. thought thor killed zeus in that moment i, I did too but oh i had i I thought he did, but then at the same time, I was like, it won't make sense because I knew the Hercules. Thing I did was not. Coming. I did not know so, that, that was confirmed. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was the one spoiler that I was told before I went into it, which I didn't really care because I, I wasn't like a huge Hercules yeah, I'm not, fan. Or I'm anything. Not really, so I was like, okay, I that's really fine. Care. Um, I yeah. thought it was I like that um, would give us something else to do, you know, because it looks like we're going to start entering that side of Marvel. So the Savagely and stuff probably actually right. isn't that far off like we originally thought it was. Um, Right, exactly. So, so, like, cool. I was just like, whatever. At least it wasn't so a trailer. I, I kind of had yeah, a feeling. It wasn't a trailer at the end of this. Uh, that comes out like Yeah. Movie, so. so, I had a feeling he wasn't yeah. dead. Exactly. So, exactly. yeah. Yeah. It, it, oh, my God. It real great. quick before it's... we leave. Can we talk about can we All right, talk about last thing. Tattoos? Last thing. Oh, my God. R.I.P. Loki. <laughs> Rest in, R. I. Rest in Loki. mischief is what it said. And then I watched my brother die. 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 I love that they brought Matt Damon back to play Loki in that little skit. Too. Then oh they had God, Sam Neill back the- as, as Odin. Um, so I... Yep. Oh my God. It was just good. Just go just watch, go watch it. Thor. Just go watch it. Go watch Thor. It's yes. fun. It's just so fun. Go in thinking i'm gonna have fun you are gonna have have fun fun. you're gonna have so much fun 
very it's fun that's it it's a lot of fun i can't stress <laughs> that enough it's fun go have a fun time you deserve it you deserve it for all the marvel depression yeah. you've put up with all right like, if you're you still give yourself still a w recovering from endgame and you can't watch that movie like i can't then go watch thor love and thunder go watch thor the title tells you everything you need to know about this movie there's love yeah that's there's it there is thunder <laughs> <laughs> all right well we will see you guys next time uh we are i would say after our year point getting pretty serious we have a we're set it. time we're recording now yeah, yeah. we forgot so to. we <laughs> no yeah we still did it though we still did it that's what matters we're only half an hour late that's we're not a big deal. Here. at least we, we still did it we still did it so we will be recording uh every two weeks now so expect an episode every two weeks um yeah so, we can do it and together we can, we do can it. overcome stuff <laughs> we can overcome the gods orgy parties we're putting an end to those no they're not allowed anymore i was gonna make a joke and i'm not gonna do it now <laughs> no no now you have to I don't wanna say it I, you can't look me in the eyes and not say it Say together it. if we're if we're overcoming the gods orgies where do you think this is going i don't you gotta we just could, say together it. we could overcome um. <laughs> you gotta stop you gotta stop i'm done i'm out goodbye no nah, i wish you hadn't said it i tried I wish you hadn't said it <laughs> i wish you hadn't said it you're a little nasty just this like the PG gods 13 movie i think without pg 13 podcast content i don't know was it What's this movie rated? They're talking about straight up orgies. How is this PG? They didn't show it. They can talk about it. They That's can't. True. They just didn't show it. What's it rated? True. I'm still looking at the box office. Oh my god! I can imagine just some little kid what's being like, "Mom, what's an Thor? orgy? And what's an orgy? Like, Why is Thor not allowed to go PG to it? Or other? Well, hell yeah, macho macho man. Well, okay. Anyway. Till the next one, right. dudes. Till the next one. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you guys a lot. Thank you for the support over the last year. And we're looking forward <laughs> to seeing you in other episodes. Bye. Bye.